welcome to Kamari's Place. I hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you are listening to this podcast. Come in, make yourself comfortable, and let's have a chat about material boundaries. Hello guys, as you heard in the topic, um, or in the intro, our topic today is going to be about material boundaries and this is going to be the second installment inside of our all things boundaries series a series where we explore and identify what our boundaries are we talk about how we're going to voice our boundaries and we talk about how we enforce them and as I said in the previous installment where we were talking about emotional boundaries boundaries are basically rules and guidelines that we set for ourselves and we set for others that tell people and tell ourselves what we will and will not allow, what we can and cannot do, what we can and cannot tolerate, what you can and cannot say, what I can and cannot take. You know what I mean? It's all of these things that we list out for ourselves and for others, and these boundaries help to keep us safe. It helps to keep us feeling at homeostasis, that level of inner peace, that level of harmony. It makes us to feel okay. And one of the things that I was talking about in the last podcast with emotional boundaries is that when boundaries are violated, it makes us feel some type of way. And so to avoid feeling some type of way, because I know y'all know how it feels to feel some type of way when somebody do something, when somebody say something, when you feel like you always got to do something or you feel like you always got to say something it make you feel some type of way. And what we want to avoid with setting boundaries is avoid feeling some type of way. And so that's why boundaries are important because they allow us to feel okay, not some type of way. So today we're going to be talking about material boundaries that is talking about, you know, our material things, our possessions, as the holistic psychologist says, which is the woman that I will be referring to throughout this video because she really did help me to gain a really firm, you know, grabs and framework lay the framework of this concept of boundaries because you know it can be hard to understand but she really did help me to get a better understanding so as the holistic psychologist stated you know material boundaries are possessions is what we can is what can be shared and it also sets how things should be treated you know what i mean and so with material boundaries as I've been saying before, and as the holistic psychology said herself, in this situation, material boundaries are going to be what we are going to allow people to share. I mean, what we are going to allow people to hold or what we are willing to share, what we're not willing to share, what we will allow people to hold, what we will not allow people to hold. And if we allow you to borrow this, to hold this, to partake in something that is our materials, we also get to set the standard or the boundary of which, how you should take care of it. You know, if I'm going to let you hold this, if I'm going to let you borrow it, okay, now this is how you should take care of it. This is at what time you should give it back. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is how I would like to receive it back because this is how I gave it to you. All of those types of things go into material boundaries and so today I am going to share with you the material boundaries that I have set for myself um, I probably should do an update because I did this like last year in 2020 summer 2020 so I probably should update it but I will be sharing with you guys the material boundaries that I have set in hopes of inspiring you to kind of think about the things that make you feel some type of way and how we're gonna set our boundaries to make us feel okay so 
let's get into it. Material boundaries. I said that um, I will be present with, no. Okay, never mind. I should stay out. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote this a while ago, so I just want to make sure that I am in order. But let's go ahead and start reading off what I wrote. I will be present with my thoughts in the moment. If someone asks me to hold something of mine and I automatically feel uncomfortable, I will listen to my feelings and draw a line and say no. And I know that obviously in the moment is so hard because you know how it's like easy to practice something on paper. OK, if somebody asks for something, and I don't I feel some type of way about it. Then I'm just going to say no. Obviously, it's not that easy. But I think that what we should prioritize in this case is our state of well-being um, as a t- as opposed to others. And what I mean by this is I'm not advocating for selfishness or for self-centeredness because obviously there's a certain amount of consideration that we should have for others because it helps us to be in unity and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I find that a lot of us, especially me, because I'm a nice person, I really do value being kind. And sometimes I don't draw clear boundaries and I don't find a balance with being kind. So I find myself in efforts of trying to make everybody else feel okay and trying to make everybody else feel safe and trying to make everybody else feel at peace and feel in harmony. I find myself feeling unbalanced. I find myself not feeling at peace. I find myself feeling some type of way. And that's where It is not okay when you start to feel some type of way. The way that I view it, and it's going to be harder because um, I'm not on video, so you can't really see me act it out. But um, a representation that I like to kind of like demonstrate, just imagine with me, me holding out my arm. So as far as I can hold out my arm, that is where I feel okay. That's where I feel at homeostasis with. That's where I feel most at peace with as far as I can hold out my arm. Now, imagine me twisting my arm, stretching it out to the point where it's becoming dislocated. That is where a line needs to be crossed. When I find myself reaching so far out of pocket for someone else because they're asking to hold this. They're asking me to do this for them. They're asking me to be there for them. They're asking me to call them and be on the phone with them at all times of hours at night. That is where I feel myself bending and feeling myself at dislocation. So again, stay with me with my arm being stretched out and now it's twisting and it's twisting. My elbow is twisting. My arm and my shoulder is almost out of dislocation. I feel pain. That's just, that is where I feel like I need to draw the line. And a lot of this is relative because some people have higher t- pain tolerance than other. Some people have longer, you know, arm lengths than other and their windspan is a lot more wider. So they're able to give a lot further. Some people have shorter arms and they're not able to give as much. They're not able to do as much. So it's all based on you as a person and how far you are able to go. How far you are able to go without dislocating your arm is how I like to think about it. So again, I'm not trying to advocate for being selfish and trying to be self-centered and, oh, you need to see about me. I'm not going to do nothing for you because, again, that's not going to help us. But also hurting ourselves and having our arms dislocated when nine nine times out of ten, we're dislocating it for people who are not going to come and put it back in place, who are not willing to dislocate their arms for us too. That is not okay. That is a violation of our boundaries. 
whatever that length may be for you, that'll be the, the, the cap for you. And whatever it may be for me, that's the cap for me. And we all should keep that in mind because a lot of the times we find ourselves being like, oh, like I'm willing to go this far. Is she not willing to go this far? Is she not? Maybe it's a case of selfishness or maybe it's a case of boundary. And if it's a case of boundary, we must respect that and find somebody who is willing and able that's the key point, able to go as far as we're able to go. And as I said before in my last podcast, that is basically attesting to the fact that boundaries are all about compatibility. Us identifying what our boundaries are and what we can and cannot do and voicing those and finding people who are willing to respect those. And if people are not willing to respect those, then I guess we should be willing to move on because we must be at peace in order to even help. You know what I mean? We can't run ourselves in the ground like my mom say. My mom says this all the time. Shout out to Miss Diane. She says, you can't run yourself into the ground at the expense of others because then you won't even be here anymore to even be giving. You know what I mean? A lot of us have really good hearts and we want to give. We want to be there for each other. We want to support. We wanna, But in efforts of doing that, we're running ourselves in the ground and it's doing more harm than it is doing any type of good. So that's the end of my little rant right there. I know I'm kind of like running, but can't not catch up, but stay with me. Stay with me. So back to our main point of material. And as I said, for my first boundary, I said that I would be present and that if someone asked for something and I felt like this is, I don't know if I'm willing to share that. I don't know if I'm willing to lend that to you. That is a valid feeling and you should feel okay with setting that boundary and being like hey listen this is what I can allow you to hold but no this is off limits this is you know something that I don't think that I feel comfortable sharing obviously you don't have to also this is another key you don't have to feel everybody in on what you're doing a no should just be a no and you shouldn't have to explain why it's a no it should just be a no and it should be respected you know what I mean if you want to explain explain but it's not an obligation of you should be explaining so again for me my personal boundary is really being present in my thoughts about materialistics if somebody asks me we're going to do like a little basic example of a pencil I may be willing to share a pencil with you but I may not be willing to share my car with you and that should be okay and say for instance I you know I give you a pencil whatever you know okay that will be it. You also have the right to state how you would like to be it to be treated. You should have no problem um, voicing that. We shouldn't feel scared to voice how we would like our things to be cared for. Because what would happen when we don't voice the boundaries in which we want things to be taken care of, when we want it to be, you know, return? Most people can be decent enough to like take care of your things with you know good quality most people will be decent enough to bring your things back you know at a reasonable time but some people may not do that because you didn't tell them some people are like that if you don't tell them they're not gonna do it and so we must always you know make sure that we're seeing about ourselves. and let's do it on a grand scale because a pencil is nothing a car is something you know Let's say, for instance, somebody asks for your car or they ask for something that is very valuable to you, whatever that may be. And you are, in this case, willing to lend that. We should be okay with setting the boundaries and saying, hey, I'm going to let you hold my car. But hey, listen, 
I gave you the car with this amount of gas. Would you please fill it back up when you bring it back? Or I gave you my car and it was clean. Will you bring it back? Can you make sure that you clean out everything? You know what I mean? Or, hey, I'm going to lend you my car, but I have to go to work tomorrow. I have to go to work tonight. Can you please have it back by such and such time so that you could have enough time to go to work or you could have enough time to go to school? Those are all examples of us voicing boundaries of what will be okay and what won't be okay. And now let's say, for instance, something happens where it is a violation of boundaries. We have to start... And this is something I'm speaking to myself, guys. Every time I speak to you, I'm speaking to myself first because it's something that I'm working through. And again, I'm always a student just sharing simply what I'm experienced. I'm never a teacher teaching because I don't have that much experience. I'm learning as you guys are learning and I'm just trying to share what I'm learning. So anyways, again, let's just say, for instance, somebody has validated our or violated our boundaries. I have to be okay with speaking up and voicing, hey, listen, when you brought my car the other weekend, you brought it back with like a whole bunch of, you know, uh, chip bags in the back seat or whatever. Can you please make sure that you clean up, you know, or pick up behind yourself the next time you do it? You know, simple, easy. You let them know that, hey, listen, that was something that was not okay. If we go without saying because we expected them to know, no, that's not an okay thing because they probably won't respect it. But One thing that we can know on our end is that we told them this was what was okay. This was not okay. We told them. And if we told them and they still decided to violate and then we told them again and we told them again, maybe it's a matter of incompatibility. And maybe they just won't get that privilege again of holding your car or holding your valuable, you know, item. A prime example of this this it wasn't in this instance but I remember when I first going on the theme of cars when I first got my car um when I first got my car I remember my dad (laughs) and also sometimes when people violate our boundaries it's because they don't know and it usually sometimes it doesn't always come from a place of malice sometimes it just comes out of a place of good intentions in this case that was my dad's place. He was coming out of good intentions. When I got my car, he wanted to put some accessories on the outside, you know, to make it, you know, just look a little bit more personalized. And I personally was just so thankful and grateful that I was even able to get a car, let alone not only get a car, but it was also gifted to me. I was very thankful for that. And so I was okay with however the car was, you know, but he wanted to do the most and add on to it. And I remember he ordered the the parts without even telling me and that he was like, I'm about to put this on your car. And immediately that felt some type of way because, again, this is kind of like a touchy topic because it was a gift. But at the same time, if you gifted it to me and you say this is my car, then now I have the rights to say what goes on it or what does not go on it. Now, if you say, hey, Mari, I'm gifting you this car, but I still have some creative liberties with this. I have creative control over the car. Then I can respect that. But if you tell me that I have the creative control, then let me have the creative control and don't just be going and um, kind of like going back and forth. But anyways, he buys the things and then he's like, I'm going to put it on your car. And I was like, Papa, you really don't have to do that. That's personally not my style. Like, it's fine. It's fine. And he was like, no, I'm going to don't do it. I was like, no, don't do it. 
I go in a room and next thing you know, I come out later on in the daytime and I come outside and I see it on my car. And this is where I get dramatic. I literally have a breakdown. This is me being dramatic. But still, it was a violation of a boundary for me because I felt hurt and I voiced it. And I was like, hey, like, I didn't really want that. You didn't have to do that. And he did it. And so I felt hurt because that was a validation or a sorry. It was a violation of my boundary. I felt some type of way by that action. And I was so happy that this happened during the time that I was learning boundaries because then I was able to put in practice what would happen if somebody violated my boundaries. So I was upset and I cried. I I was real dramatic. I'm not going to lie and tell you that I wasn't, but it still doesn't it still doesn't negate the fact that I felt the way that I felt. I was probably dramatic in it, but my feelings were valid. So I ended up going to him. I was like, hey, Papa, I understand that, you know, you wanted to do that out of a kindness of your heart because you just wanted it to look nice. And he shared with me that, like, you know, I bought it and I bought these little accessories to add on to the outside of the car to just make it look a little bit nicer because, you know, I want you to have the best. It came from a genuine place. And so I was willing to hear him out. But also while I was hearing him out. I was practicing some emotional boundaries along with material boundaries. I was differentiating that this is the way he feels, but I also feel a way. And I'm going to maintain my feelings about this while also being considerate, but not being unhealthy. So I maintain my emotional boundaries and my material boundaries. And I say, hey, Papa, I really do appreciate this. Um, Next time, if you would like to do something to the car, add some modifications, just tell me. Because really what it was, it was not that he did it. It was the way in which he did it. He said, I'm just going to put this on a car. And I didn't feel like I was a part of the of the decision making process. And if they said that this was going to be my car, then I wanted to have some type of control over it. You know what I mean? And so that was really what the violation of the boundary was. You said that you were going to do it and you didn't invite, you didn't include me. So I was like, Hey Papa, next time you want to put something on a car, just show me and be like, Hey Mari, do you like this? You know, is it cool if I put this on here? I was thinking about adding this to the car and I'll tell you, Hey, I like that, you know, go ahead. Or "Mm, that's not really my style. You know, maybe we can look for something else. And he was like, you know what? I hear you next time. I will do that. I won't just do it. I will ask you now. There's a happy ending to the story. I actually like the upgrades that he put on the car um, after it grew on me. At first, I did not like it. I didn't think that it was going to be my style. But after, you know, it, it really did grow on me and it looks nice. And again, it wasn't the fact that he that he did it. It was the fact that he did it without telling me. And I also want to justify it because I don't want to come off as a spoiled brat. I would have respected if he did it. If they didn't say that it was my car, that's my thing. If you say that is mine, then I want to have creative control over it. If you say that, hey, listen, Mari, we're gifting you this car, but it's really our car, but we're letting you use it until you, you know, you go ahead and purchase your own. I would have then respected it and I would have respected his decision to do it because it's my parents' car. It ain't mine. But if it's my car, then include me in the process. But that's a loaded topic. Feel as though however you need, but that's how I felt about it. So, yeah. Again, 
also being respectful when voicing your boundaries in no way was I disrespectful to my father because I respect him and I really wanted to make him feel included and heard from his point of view but I also wanted to make sure that I felt heard and from that point on there was ever there wasn't really any confusion you know going forth whenever he wants to put something into the car he was like hey Mario I'm about to upgrade the the radio and I said okay papa however you feel honestly and truthfully I feel okay with the basic radio that came with the car you don't have to do that I feel okay but he was like no I want to do it and I said okay if you're gonna do it make sure it look nice and sleek make sure it look nice and sleek and of course he he came through as always I have a really great father and he came through and I appreciate him so much so I don't want to come off as ungrateful I don't want to come off as a spoiled brat because that's further you know the furthest from the point so anyways on to material you know, boundaries. That was one of the things that I listed. Another thing that I listed was that I will not let them hold it if I don't feel comfortable. So again, going back to listening and being present with our thoughts. I also said that I will not just let it slip if they mistreat it. You must nip it in the bud. We must voice our boundaries right away because if we continue to let, you know, misbehaviors or unwanted behaviors go on for so long without addressing it then that person feels as though it's okay because you never voiced that that made you feel some type of way and so in order to not feel some type of way we must voice our boundaries to feel okay another thing is that I will no longer allow people to do what they feel with my stuff again on the simplest level would be a breaking of a pencil I remember I was in high school somebody felt the felt felt como se dice empowered in some way to break my pencils I did not like the way that felt and so I had to pull up and say hey listen the way that you behaved last way in class I had to get firm with them obviously I wouldn't do this with any old body but this person warrant a bit of even more firmness I let them know I was like hey listen the way that you behaved in class the other day I did not appreciate it don't touch my things the way that you did and how you did it I didn't appreciate it Setting our boundaries, making sure that we're voicing them, nipping them in the bud right away. Another thing that I listed was that if it is mine, you need to ask before doing anything with it. That was something that was really important to me. That's something that makes me feel okay. And if you don't ask if it's mine, you don't ask and you just start doing as you will. That makes me feel some type of way. So identifying what makes us feel some type of way and deciding if we need to put some boundaries up to make us feel okay. Um, Bear with me. It's only a little bit left. And I said, my number one boundary is about my stuff. (laughs) This is what I wrote. I will make vocal that if it is mine, do not touch or take or modify without my permission. And that's a boundary that we all are able to set if that's how we feel about it. You know, and this can go for any valuable possession that you have, whether it's your car, whether it's your clothes, whether it's your jewelry, whether it's your shoes, whether it is your phone, whether whether it is your pencils, your stationery, whether it's coming into your room, moving stuff around, whatever it is that is your possession, that is yours, whatever you feel comfortable lending. That's a boundary that you can set. Whatever you do not feel comfortable lending, that's a boundary that you can also set. If you feel okay giving it away or letting someone hold it, you also have the right to say how you would like it to be treated, when you would like it to be returned, how you would like it to be returned, and what 
in what way and if it is returned in a way that you did not that made you feel some type of way you have the right to say hey listen next time if it ever if you ever hold it again could you please return it this way next time if you hold my jacket could you please return it washed or don't get stains on it I didn't appreciate that it doesn't have to be nasty in any way shape or form we're just setting our boundaries so let's get to the end so that we can get to the moral of the story um Okay, <laughs> I said don't take my food without permission, period. Don't take my hair. Um, don't take my charger. Don't take my phone without my picture. These are just all little things that would make me feel feel some type of way if this these things happen. And so that's why I know that I need to set a boundary at. Um, and so basically the moral of the story, after I wrote all of these boundaries down when I was writing them and trying to identify them, I basically summed up my writings in a lesson. So basically what I wrote, the lesson of this was, if you plan to frequently interact with someone, you have to verbally correct their behavior. Um, and when they cross the boundary, when they cross the boundary, we have to verbally correct their behavior when they cross the boundary. And that was basically the lesson that I got from that as I was writing it. So to conclude, what have we learned about boundaries? Boundaries are things that we set in place to help us to feel okay. When things, when our boundaries are violated, it makes us feel some type of way. When we feel some type of way, we must voice it so that the other party will know what we will allow, what we will not allow, what we can tolerate, what we will not tolerate. And moving forward, hopefully we can come to an understanding they were respected if they choose not to respect it you have the right to move away from that situation because it is no longer making you feel okay it's making you feel some type of way you have the right to move away from that that area you do moral of the story of this is that you know once we've set our boundaries thinking about things that make us feel some type of way once we set it we voice it and then we enforce it um, and let me just make sure that I hit on some other things, you know, um, as far as material boundaries in conclusion, material boundaries are what you will let someone hold of yours, what you will not let someone hold of yours. And if you let them hold it, you get to decide how it's taken care of. And I think that that is the end of this installment of the All Things Boundary series where we talk about our boundaries. And today we talked about material boundaries. I hope that this finds you well. I hope that you can take something home from this. I hope that you can learn something that it sparks your own, you know, reflection on what your boundaries are and how you can enforce them. Um, and until next time, my friends, peace, positivity, productivity, prosperity, and a gossip perspective to you and everyone that you know. And until next time, bye.